Srimad Bhagavad Gita, as it is, Unnamai Uravil, Chapter 18, Text 64, Translation from Sanskrit and Purports in English by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. Sarva guhyatamam bhuya shunume paramam vachaha ishtosime driramiti tatovakshami tehitam. Because you are my very dear friend, I am speaking to you my supreme instruction, the most confidential knowledge of all. Hear this from me, for it is for your benefit. Hey, go on. Uh, there are many important points in this verse. When Krishna speaks, it's important. Everyone, please turn off their cell phone. Mm. So, uh, the point I want to get into or discuss this evening is that here Krishna says to Arjuna that you are very dear to me. Ishto sime. Duram. You are very dear to me. Uh, everyone is dear to Krishna. Krishna says, Suharidam Sarabhutanam. About himself. He is the friend of all living beings. But he especially says here to Arjuna, Ishto sime Duram. You are very firmly dear to me. He doesn't say that to everyone. When Karna was protesting that he should not be killed in that situation, Arjuna was dithering. Means he, was, he wasn't sure what to do. But Krishna told Arjuna, kill him, kill him. So, uh, you could say as a matter of principle, Every living being is dear to Krishna. But those who live according to the principle which is explained in the next verse, they are particularly dear to Krishna. The next verse after this is Mandana Bhavamad Bhakto Madhyaji Mangamaskaru Mame Vaishasi Satyante Pritijane Priyosime. Always think of me, be my devotee, bow down to me, worship me. In this way you will surely come to me. I promise you this because you are my very dear friend. So Krishna reciprocates. No, I didn't say with bhaktas. I just said he reciprocates. As we approach Krishna, so he reciprocates with us. As Srila Prabhupada used to say, if we take one step toward Krishna, Krishna will take ten steps towards us. But if we insist on going away from Krishna, Krishna will let us go. But even then, he will send his representatives to try and bring us back. But if we're envious of Krishna's devotees, just like Karna was, then Krishna is not pleased. If one is envious of Krishna, Krishna is also not pleased. So we're all in this material world due to turning away from Krishna. Krishna Bahimokoya Bhogavanchakare Nikatasta Mayatare Japatiadhare. 
when we, we become inimical toward Krishna and we desire sense gratification, then Maya is just waiting to grab us, and she does. So, at that point, we forget about Krishna. Krishna bhuli se jivanadi bahimuk atev maya tare deya shangsharatuk is forgetting Krishna, we become inimical to him, and therefore Maya awards us the miseries of material existence. And we go life after life without Krishna consciousness, without being aware of Krishna. But Krishna is always very close to us. He accompanies the jiva in the form of Paramatma, he accompanies the jiva in every birth. He's always trying to guide the forgetful jiva back to him. So bhakti yoga is the process to revive our dormant, natural Krishna consciousness, which is the sane, happy condition of the living being. To not be Krishna conscious means to be unhappy. To not be Krishna conscious means to suffer birth, death, old age and disease. And suffering in many other forms. Just because we forget Krishna. So Krishna is close to us, physically and emotionally. Just like if we, if we have a good friend, we might not see them for a long time. But we always feel, even if we don't see them for some time, we always feel close with them. You say that in your language? Yeah, I would think it would be there. That idea is there in every language because it's natural emotion. Not only in humans, but in birds and animals, there is affection. But that affection on the mundane platform is a tiny representation of the full manifestation of love which every jiva has for Krishna. So bhakti yoga is the process of reviving our dormant natural love for Krishna. That means to feel close to Krishna, even though we may not uh, see Krishna, but we feel close to Krishna. Just like when Krishna, in the daytime, he goes to herd the cows, Mother Yashoda at that time, she doesn't see him, but she feels very close to him. So Krishna has given us this process of Krishna conscious, by, by which we can feel close to Krishna. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has taught us to chant the Hare Krishna mantra. But it's, it's not simply a matter of making some sound. Of course, the sound, the name of Krishna, that is not an ordinary sound. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has taught us to chant prayerfully. Ai nanda tanuja kinkarang paditang bhangvashame bhavam budhau kripayatava pada pankajas titadhuli sadrishang vichinta that we're calling out to Krishna, the son of Nanda Maharaj. I am your servant. Kinkara means 
personal servant. You can be a servant in the big factory, Ford factory. You're employed by Mr. Ford or the Ford family, but you never see them. You don't know them. But Kinkara means your personal servant. Kimkara, what should I do? Tell me what to do. So that is our position with Krishna. But what are we doing? We're going to rock dances and enjoying all different kinds of flavors for the tongue, Italian cuisine, Chinese cuisine and all these kind of things. We are forgetting Krishna, trying to enjoy the senses. Thus we suffer in this horrible condition of birth and death. So Chaitanya Mahabharu teaches us to pray like this, pick me up, place me as an atom in the dust of your lotus feet. Or as Srila Prabhupada said, chanting is, should be like the cry of the baby for the mother. So the, this whole process of, Krish, of Bhakti Yoga has to be executed with this consciousness of Krishna. How much time does it take to be, to be fully Krishna conscious? Srila Prabhupada always used to say that we can be fully Krishna conscious right now. Why not? When we chant Hare Krishna, we are jiva, we're calling to Krishna. So, what else is there? There's, that's Krishna consciousness, isn't it? But we have interposed our unlimited material desires. Means we put it in between. We're calling out to Krishna, but there's a lot of disturbance on the line. There are all kinds of other noises going on also. We're calling out to Krishna, but there's this desire, that desire, some other desire, some other thought. So, how much Krishna consciousness is there? And how much material consciousness is there? But, Krishna makes himself available to us in so many ways. I was saying we don't see Krishna, but we can see Krishna. Krishna makes himself available as the deity he manifests in the form. In, in, the, in the modern world we have photographs. In some religious systems they think it's a great crime to show any form of God. Simply they do not know who is God. But uh, we are not shy to say this is Krishna. He is most beautiful. Yang That very blackish form of beauty which is composed of uh, inconceivable transcendental qualities. What does he look like? It's inconceivable. But here he is. You may say, well, how is it inconceivable if the form is there? It's describable and visible. But we just have to qualify ourselves to see him. When Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to Puri, he entered the temple of Jagannath immediately fainted. After that he decided, in future I will only take darshan from behind Garurastamba, not going very close. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would say that uh, people think that I'm a great devotee, but I don't have love of Krishna. If I actually had love of Krishna, I should have died. How can this body 
hold actual love of Krishna. It's too powerful for this body. So this is love for Krishna. It's much more than love for some political leader or cinema star. Nowadays it's the same thing. Political leader, cinema star. When they get too old they become a political leader. So we don't... uh, we don't expect to develop the intensity of love of Krishna that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu experienced and exhibited. His capacity is great. He is Krishna and Radha combined. That is uh, Radha Bhavadyuti Suvalitam Nomi Krishna Sarupa. We offer obeisance to him who is Krishna uh, who has taken the bodily luster and feelings of Srimati Radharani. We are very small jivas. But by the grace of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, we also have got great capacity. That propaganda is there in the materialistic society. Be a success. Do, some, do the biggest thing you can with your life. Well, the biggest thing you can do is to be full of love of Krishna. Whatever else we do is insignificant. It's just the, the, the dancing of an insect, that's all. Some insect is flapping its wings in a way which the other insects appreciate. This is, oh, very great flapper of wings. But within a few seconds, the, all the insects are dead. Their lifespan is no more than a few hours. So our lifespan is a little longer. A few years... And in this short life we praise dogs, hogs, camels and asses or persons who are like hogs, dogs, camels and asses. Shravidvara hoshakarai sangstuta purusha pashuhu nayat karna pato petas or is that gadagraja? Jatu karna gadagraja. Persons who are like hogs, dogs, camels and asses praise similar persons who are bigger hogs, dogs, camels and asses. Why do they do that? Because the, the name of Krishna never entered their ear. So when one... Uh, understands what it means to be Krishna conscious, we won't be enamored by anything of this world. Our whole ambition of life will be how I can come close to Krishna. Nothing else matters. Prestige, money, sense enjoyment, big house, small house. A devotee executes his material duties but his goal is to become close to Krishna. So Krishna is given the process of bhakti yoga. We have to be conscious of Krishna. When we come before the deity, we should recognize that, uh, what is that? Vigraha nahatome, sakshat brajendra nandam, that they are not pratima nahatome. You are not. You're not, you're not some statue, but you're directly Krishna. And we chant the name of Krishna, we know this is Krishna. Prayerfully, in consciousness of Krishna, understanding who is Krishna, 
Krishna is not some figment of the poet's imagination. Krishna is undoubtedly the Supreme Personality of Godhead and our own personal friend also. We want the, that our uh, bhakti for Krishna will be such that he will say to us that you are my very dear one. So in Krishna consciousness there are many rules and regulations to be followed which are necessary for reviving our Krishna consciousness. They are in two categories, vidhi and nisheda. That which should be done and that which must not be done. So nisheda, those things which should not be done, they, uh, by following this, that stops us from falling into sinful life. No meat-eating, no gambling, no intoxication, no illicit sex. Don't associate with non-devotees. There are so many restrictions so that we don't get carried away in, by the waves of maya. And then there are the, there are the uh, positive prescriptions to revive, positively revive our Krishna consciousness. We should hear about Krishna, just like now you are hearing about Krishna. I'm also hearing about Krishna. We should chant the name of Krishna. We should take prasad, that is food offered to Krishna, flowers offered to Krishna, Krishna's mercy in these forms. These are positive prescriptions. Everything should be done with this intention that let me come close to Krishna. Krishna is close. Krishna is as close as we want him to be. When we chant Hare Krishna, the name of Krishna is Krishna. But we have the bad habit of not thinking of Krishna. So there's a struggle going on. The struggle between ourself and ourself. Our real self, who is the servant of Krishna, and our imagined or assumed self, who is an enjoyer of this material world. So by hearing about Krishna and associating with devotees of Krishna, that consciousness that I am only meant for Krishna, that is revived. Then we gradually become closer and closer to Krishna. We always have to keep this in mind, that Krishna consciousness means to be conscious of Krishna, which may sound like a very obvious thing to say, but sometimes we take it for just uh, some kind of ritual we chant Hare Krishna every day, so we just take it as a ritual. But actually that is supposed to be praying to Krishna, calling out to Krishna uh, with love. So that is Krishna consciousness. Coming close to Krishna. And when we come close to Krishna, Krishna captures us, embraces us, and doesn't let us go. So it may think, oh, then what will I do? I, I won't be free, I'll be a prisoner. We're already a prisoner. We're prisoners of Maya. We are captured by Maya. So we're tiny little jivas. We can never be independent. Either we're captured by Maya or we're captured by Krishna. So better to be captured by Krishna. Yeah, we're having a demonstration of the child calling out. Was well, with the mother. So <laughs> calling out for Krishna. We should call like that. We're so distressed in this material world. As we get older, we learn not to cry. Babies cry. But the crying goes on inside. 
So we should learn to cry for Krishna. Any questions, please? Yeah, can I am a father and while forming I, I feel so many uh, insects. So will I will I have to suffer for those karma or not? Everything should be done as an offering to Krishna. Arjuna didn't want to fight because he would have to kill so many people. Not only people, but elephants, horses, and so on. But Krishna told him that everyone has to do their duty in this world. Uh, what is that? Sahajam karma kauntaya sadoshavapinatyajit That with every work in this world there is some kind of fault. But because of that one should not give up one's work. Just like the Jains, they don't like to do farming because they will kill the animals, kill the insect. And they don't eat potatoes and things from under the ground because they think you have to pull it up and this way you'll kill so many insects. But they can't avoid, they have to get food and in the, in the production of that food there will be some harm caused to some living being. So many Jains are gold merchants. Gold is also dug up from the earth. Then they're eating... Uh, they're eating food which is brought into the city in a truck which is using petrol and the oil is also taken from under the ground. So actually, there's always violence in this world. We can't fully avoid it. Therefore, in the Vedic system, one has to perform prayaschitta, atonement, so as not to be affected by sinful reaction. But if we offer everything to Krishna then everything becomes automatically purified. So please do everything for Krishna. Nowadays farming is all cash crops. Previously people would grow food just for their own family and then the the farmers would produce grains and milk products for the broader community around them. And vegetables, everyone would grow themselves. So now farming is a business and there are insecticides which are sinful. That's not good. Pesticides, same thing. Even if a farmer doesn't want to use pesticides, it's very difficult for him because everyone else all around him is using them. The modern farming technique is you have a big field full of one crop instead of small fields with many different crops and interspersed crops. So to have this agri-business, you have to use pesticides. In Kali Yuga, even the farming, which was considered a noble profession, has become very sinful. So please chant Hare Krishna. In Kali Yuga, everything is bad. There's one good thing. Chant Hare Krishna and go back to God. <laughs> How do you see Krishna? Say in wrong question. Right question is how to serve Krishna. Seeing will come later. <laughs>
Don't be overly bold. Just like someone's in the prison for doing so many crimes, and they say, I want to see the king. You can't see the king. You have to, first of all, become a good citizen. Then you may get a chance to see the king. So we have to become good devotees by serving Krishna. Then the question of seeing Krishna will arise. Ah, our farmer wants to say something more. I am using pesticide and I am getting karma for that. But with that pesticide I produce grains and people who are taking those grains, will they also get the karma? Yes. <laughs> don't worry, you don't get it all yourself. It's shared with others. Better take the grains and offer them to Krishna. But you also get karma for giving them grains with pesticides in it because it poisons them. So chant Hare Krishna. This pesticide should all be stopped. It's not necessary. It's giving people cancer. Cancer used to be very rare, now it's very common. There are various reasons for that. The doctors can't tell us exactly, but uh, it's highly likely that one reason is that with every bite of food that we eat, we ingest poison. In the cities, every breath we breathe, we ingest poison. And then our mind is full of poison also. Kam, Krod, Lo, Mohamada, Matsarya. It's a horrible so-called civilization. They call it progress. So Srila Prabhupada wanted to make farm communities. People can live simply, without pesticides, produce our own food. Chan Hare Krishna. So we should be able to guide the farmers how to live like this. So we should send Savya Saj. Where do you live? Not in Chennai, that's for sure. Nearby. That means the city will swallow up his farm very soon. Parthabiram. And then soon it will all be covered by big factories and everything. Still in the, still the same name will be there. Parthabiram means like Lord Rama or Darbar. Lord Rama. Such a nice name. Hmm? <laughs> but the road, they take it by force. So these rakshasas. All over India, they're, they're forcing the farmers off the land for roads and factories and dams. So you can come and join our, our farming community we have. We, we need some real farmers to help us. You can see him afterward. Then some other question is there? And in the concluding part of the Gita, the Lord mentions uh, abandon all kind of dharmas and just surrender to me. Need not worry, need not fear. And now, Swamiji, speak in the mic. Uh, uh, now, Swamiji, you have also explained how in Kali Yoga we cannot ex- ex- escape sinful activity. So we just 
in any yoga we cannot escape sinful activity, more so in Kali Yoga. But life in the material world means Sahajam Karma Kontaya Sadoshamapinatyajit. In every work there's some fault. Here, I Say it in Tamil. Do you know Tamil? Yeah, well, this is a very big topic, but uh, surrender to Krishna doesn't mean stop living in this world or acting in this world. It means to act in consciousness of Krishna. As Arjuna did after hearing Bhagavad Gita, he fought for Krishna. So, anything else? Please study Bhagavad Gita as it is in whatever language is convenient for you. Although if you can read it in English, that's probably better. What do you think? In translation, there's always something. There's always something a little... a little little missing. Basically, you'll get it. Tamil Bhagavad Gita is okay now. You will say. Shouldn't ask you. We hope it's okay. But you, you, it's always you know it's not possible to to f- fully from one language to another, especially when they're so different. You can't exactly express always. To a large extent, you can. Just like uh, that Bengali verse, Krishna Bhuli Seji Vanadi Basically, you can say it in English. Maybe some subtleties 